0: welcome back to part two of our love is blind season five recap this episode we're going to talk about the reunion if you haven't listened to last week's episode we we recapped all the way up to the weddings all the way from the pods to the wedding so if you haven't heard that go back and listen to it and then come back and now we're going to talk about the reunion
1: so after the altar, we waited so long for this shit show of a season. And then it took so long not only to film and release it, but to film after the altar that there was like a year or two gap of filming the actual special. Which normally I think there's like six months or a year. Do we? We don't
0: know how long it actually was.
1: I don't. Because when they were talking about their new relationships, they were saying that they were in them for a, like they met like about a year or they were all in them for a year. So there had to be time between unless they all started dating somebody immediately. Yeah. Between like the the recording of the actual show when they started dating again, you know, so it more than a year. That's all I know for sure. So I saw pictures of the women before the reunion came out and I thought they all looked incredible. Even people giving Stacey heat for her dress, like they looked amazing. I don't know if they have stylists or if they're kind of responsible for it themselves, but they came like ready to play. I thought I was like, if they're looking like this and they know they need that like revenge look, this is gonna be good. And it was. I think after the altar was probably the best part of this entire season.
0: They all looked amazing. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't know what people have against Stacy's dress. Like I don't like Stacy, but I thought her dress looked good on her. Like she has a she has a smoking hot body. She does.
1: And I can see minor things, but like we all have this where you try on a dress and you don't realize like your boob is shifting, or like it's not the most flattering here, or it's uncomfortable there. But she looks incredible no matter what. So as much as you don't like her personality, like she still looked fire to me. I loved Johnny's dress. I loved everybody's looks. Aaliyah looked amazing. Lydia looked great. I know she had a lot of boob going on, but you know, if you got it, flaunt it, whatever. Um, So that was my thought on the looks for the reunion. The guys, you know, suits are suits. There was nothing crazy going on there.
0: Yeah, is what it is.
1: Speaking of it is what it is. A year and change later, and Izzy and Stacy's relationship with Johnny still is what it is. They have not gotten over it. Well, they haven't gotten over it, but apparently Izzy got a little over it enough to make out with Johnny and his Jeep after a meetup.
0: Yeah, I. Okay, I don't think I was really shocked that they at least tried again because I. I definitely think Izzy was still into her. That's why he was obviously so reactive to the whole Johnny thing. Obviously, he still had feelings, so I wasn't surprised that they kind of gave it a go. And there's a couple videos I saw on TikTok where people had, like, clipped the part where, like, Johnny was walking in and Izzy was looking at her. And I kind of, and people were saying that they thought they were going to announce that they were dating. Because, honestly, the way he was looking at her... Like, he looked like he was into her. He looked like he was really excited to see her. Oh. So, I don't know. Well, she looked good. I'm not surprised that they got together. <laughs> I don't For as much as they made fun of her, I think she's
1: beautiful. They're all very good-looking people, no matter what you want to say about their personalities. The show really doesn't cast anybody ugly on the
0: outside. They certainly do not, which is a whole other conversation, but... Oh, man.
1: I, w- I will try to, we're going to try and get some of the casting team on here. We had tried in prior seasons and then ended up not recording anymore. But I'll reach out to them again, see if they even work at Kinetic, which is the casting company for Love is Blind, and we'll see what we can do because I think everybody has a lot of questions for them. Um, I thought it was weird that Izzy and Stacy ended up on a double date to that cooking class, and both ended up long-term dating their partners from that cooking class.
0: Yeah, that is that is really weird. I guess um, Stacy just is so determined to have somebody cook for her that she brought this new man to a cooking class. She's like, "Please learn, please cook for me." Um, but yeah, that is really weird because, like, I I mean, I've never been to Houston, but like. I'm from small town Alabama and my uh my perception of Houston Texas is that it's got to be like a big place but I, I don't know. I've lived
1: in big cities and small towns and it is true to some degree like I've lived in Orlando and you kind of run in the same circles because you have the same hobbies like when I went to uh UCF there was only so many bars and restaurants you can go to in that area and you would always run into somebody. Or if you were into like the downtown bar hopping scene or you really liked um, you know, going to the lake, you would kind of run into people every once in a while. But like you said, big city like that, you also can avoid people if you want to. So I know they run into each other every once in a while, but there's got to be more than one cooking class. My theory is if Stacy and Izzy were such bros at that point, that they, they knew that they were going and didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Maybe they didn't think they were going to be partnered together. But I think it's a little suspicious. That's all I'm going to say.
0: It definitely is a little weird, but it's a funny anecdote, I guess. And then they also ran into each other at another point in time, right? Where uh, Stacy was with her family and her family was apparently oh, really excited yeah. to see Izzy.
1: Yeah, they loved Izzy. We didn't even talk about that. Like, I think they were more upset except for maybe Stacy's dad that she said no than anything. And then, did you see the tattoos that Izzy and his new girlfriend got referencing that date?
0: Okay, I think I might have seen something about that, but what was the tattoos? They say yes, chef. And I think
1: it's like an outline of a little chef's hat. That's
0: so not so only
1: did they have this date with his ex- fiance they actually got tattoos commemorating commemorating whatever the word is that date like that's just so weird to me
0: if I like that doesn't seem like something that I would want to have as a memory with my current partner, you know, having an awkward uh date with my ex fiance um but you know. Whatever. Yeah, it was
1: just weird weird and that whole dynamic is very strange to me. Um, and then again, them going in on Johnny and Stacy's hatred of Johnny, even though her and Izzy are just bros now. I just don't see the real reason for it. If you're that if you don't care about her that much, why are you that angry? One person should not control your emotions that much.
0: No, I agree, and, um, again, I, I talked about this in the last episode, how I thought maybe on the reunion, we might see more stuff of, like, what Johnny did that was so bad, but again, they, like, showed us the footage, and it was like, oh, she literally didn't do anything that would warrant that kind of reaction, and I don't know, Stacy just decided that she hated Johnny, because of Izzy and has not let it go. I think that showed her
1: true colors as a person more than anything.
0: Like, yes, obviously
1: the financial thing was a big red flag, but her still years later acting how she acted around Johnny is just, that's the kind of person you are. And, you know, I kind of feel bad for her new boyfriend.
0: Exactly. She should be over it by now.
1: Yeah, there's just, there's got to be something that we're missing or that's just Stacy, which is sad. Um, but I'm glad Johnny is dating someone else and she looks very happy on her Instagram. And I hope it works out for them because Chris did her wrong.
0: Yeah, what about Chris, like, kind of being a villain?
1: No, if you didn't watch the reunion, it came out that Chris essentially ghosted Johnny ended up with some other girl that he's now living with and is very, very happy with. And that was like, it had to be like a week or two after the barbecue from the timeline that they gave us. So went from them being boyfriend and girlfriend to him taking off for vacation and disappearing from Johnny's life until the, a little before the reunion and completely dating someone else. Now from the impression Chris gave us in the pods to how he ended up how that ended up working out with him cheating on Johnny. I just either, again, he was hiding a whole lot of red flags that we just were not privy to, or I think it might've been like a revenge thing. Like he, she picked Izzy. So then, and then wanted a second chance and he said no. And then they ended up back together and he took off. Like that just seems like petty revenge to me.
0: Yeah, it does. I, I have had that question, too. Like, is that what happened? But if so, I mean, that says a lot about him. And I have to mention, too, because I, I said that I went back and I watched the first episode yesterday. And in the first episode, there's this, like, little... where well, they're first doing the introductions with the guys. Chris is saying something, like, that everyone just assumes that he is, like, a playboy. Like, and I thought... You, like, no offense, he's a good-looking guy, but I would never, like, I would never look at him and be like, oh, yeah, he's a player. Really,
1: I could totally see that because he's so, to me, good-looking that I'm like, yeah, you look like, he looks like a wholesome, nice guy, and I feel like that's always...
0: Okay. Ends up being the
1: case every once in a while, you know, pretty frequently, every once in a while. I don't know, but... I didn't expect it, but it also didn't surprise me when it came out. And again, I thought Johnny handled it spectacularly. And I thought Chris did, too. Like, he apologized. He seemed genuine. He was still really supportive of her. And they had enough of a dynamic that they could joke around while Stacy was bitching her bitch fest about Johnny. Um, So I thought that was pretty cool to see. Because, honestly, they only dated for, like, what, three weeks so, yeah, he didn't handle it great, but none
0: of these but people – it wasn't that serious. Yeah.
1: Like, everybody has to remember. This all happens over the course of, like, a month from them meeting in the pods to the weddings. So no matter how close they got in the pods, they've known each other a month. They don't owe anybody really anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's all, you know, to a degree, it's all kind of superficial – you know, so yeah, I, yeah, I see that. I didn't include this in
1: the notes because I honestly kind of forgot, but we um, see a Lydia, that should be their couple name, a Lydia, and Leah and Lydia. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. Uh, a Leah comes out. They kind of have an interaction You can see there's still a little bit of tension from what happened with them being so close and aunties to each other's kids in the future. And then Aaliyah finding out that Lydia dated Uche. You can tell they're not friends, but I'm surprised, knowing what a D-bag Uche is, that they didn't reconnect and like bond over that. It seemed like Aaliyah was just over Lydia.
0: Yeah, it did, and I remember, like, watching it, and, like, they were, at the beginning when Aaliyah first came in, they were, sh- they were showing some, like, scenes of, like, the two of them together, and the way that they both were just not smiling, like, neither one of them had any kind of warm, fuzzy memories of their friendship, which is sad, because um, they really should have just, like, bonded over...
1: Right, trauma bonding. Um, I really... Can see when Lydia was talking about Uche when the revelation happened that they were they dated, and she was going on and on about Uche's car in the pods and you know, his I don't know, his dog, and like all the details that she was giving Aaliyah that Aaliyah clearly did not want to hear. I could see why that is inappropriate and uncomfortable. But to me, again, I don't know if we're missing something, but that isn't enough for me for them to have that like very awkward relationship that we saw at, after the altar, it just seems like even if they're not best friends and going to be in each other's lives forever, that's really on Uche because Uche was the villain in that. Thriple. I don't know what you want to call them. The love triangle. Um, Lydia, I think was just overexcited to bond over Uche and wanted. A jerk he was or how much she had emotions about him and i would be grateful to lydia if nothing else that it worked out the way it did because she dodged a major bullet not ending up with uche
0: yeah i know at one point a lydia, um a lydia i'm doing it too oh my god um at one point Aaliyah did say that her and lydia got into a fight um like right before Aaliyah left they got into that fight which we didn't see like it wasn't filmed i guess or they didn't show it um so i guess maybe that is is kind of their issue they got into that big fight but- it just seems like a lot of misplaced
1: anger on lydia instead of on uche
0: yeah definitely
1: i mean i'm not team lydia i'm not team i am team alia but um she i think lydia got a lot of hate for a lot of things that was over the top. You know, whether it's her quote-unquote stalking Uche or share oversharing about him with Aaliyah, I think there's a lot of things that we all tend to do, maybe to a lesser extent, with friends or with exes that just happened to be on camera for Lydia because she ended up on the show. I don't think anything was dangerous that she did, or if she was still having feelings for Uche was out of the ordinary when she was talking to Aaliyah about him, she acknowledged that it was inappropriate. She apologized. I could see that they're not besties, but Uche wasn't there to clear stuff up. And I would have loved to see Lydia, Aaliyah, and Uche all together in the same room. And I think, I think he said he was traveling for work. Now, I know a few lawyers, I don't know everything about lawyering, but usually when you're a lawyer, you can only practice in certain jurisdictions and you have to take the bar for every state that you want to lawyer in, if that makes sense. So where was he traveling that there wasn't another lawyer available from his firm that was so far that he couldn't make it
0: or at least show up on Zoom? Seems a little sketchy, Uche.
1: Uche, you're a bit of a duche, but pronounced differently.
0: <laughs> did, okay, did you pick up on the fact that Johnny is also a lawyer? No. She is. Maybe. I think they mentioned it
1: briefly in the beginning. In the
0: first episode. Yeah. yeah. And
1: in the promos, which they really made it seem like the season was going to be all about Johnny and Izzy. I don't know if you remember that very first promo that dropped.
0: Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Very different. Very misleading on the producer's part. But anyway, no, uh, she, yeah, her being a lawyer, she should have spilled some tea on if it was really, I don't buy it being Uche was traveling for work. Sorry, buddy, not feeling it, not seeing it. You just did not want to be held accountable by two very strong women who would have called you out any other uh after the alter thoughts before we move on to renee's q a
0: um you know the only people we didn't talk about is jp and taylor um oh yeah, I oh, yeah oh yeah um it's because jp didn't say anything no he <laughs> but he okay i was like willing to forgive jp like honestly for it cuz he came on and he was like, yeah, you know, it came out wrong. But then he literally went and said the exact same thing. So, I don't know because he, you know, he he when they were talking, he was like, yeah, it came out wrong, but then he said the same thing. He said again that he thought she was fake. So, yeah. I don't know. The only thing I got out of that was that Taylor was just um I mean, she looked amazing and she was not putting up with his crap, but I don't know. Not much to say about that one.
1: No, he's very not memorable to me to the point that I even forgot that they were there. I don't buy him feeling awkward around the cameras. He knew what he was signing up for. I've seen Instagram photos of him and his new girl. And you can see she's not wearing any makeup from what I can tell or very little. And they are wearing their uh, coordinating USA red, white, and blue gear. So I guess he found his person. But if he really was insistent that you wear the American flag everywhere you go,
0: maybe that should have been his first
1: question in the pods.
0: He should have led in the pods with, are you willing to wear an American flag as a wedding dress? What? I think that would have been perfect. And that would have
1: eliminated
0: everyone. And he could
1: have gone home alone. Okay. So now onto a really exciting part. Renee couldn't join us. She's hopefully going to join us in a future episode. Uh, I was really sad because she's a vet and I am a huge animal lover. I would have loved to see more of her talking about that and rescue and all that good stuff. We obviously didn't get to see a huge part of the story because if anybody doesn't know by now and you've been living under a rock, Renee was part of another couple. Renee and Carter got engaged, went to the altar, said their no's. I believe she, I know she said no. I don't remember what Carter said. Uh, And they just never showed it. So it was like the hidden. If you remember season one, Rory and Danielle got engaged. They decided not to show their uh, story, but they also had five couples already in that season. The season had two couples. So what, why, how, where, and when? Um, But we did get Renee to answer a few questions. She was nice enough to respond to our DM. All
0: right. So we asked Renee what the strangest part of the casting process was for her. Um, So Renee told us that she got a random message on Instagram and she wasn't really sure if it was real. Um, And also she did, when she did the interview on the podcast, I listened to her talk a little bit about this. So she didn't actually respond to them for a while, um, but then she didn't really realize it was real until she went into an interview, which I thought was really funny. But I can see where you would be like, thinking that that was, like, not real. So I I get it. I get it.
1: I thought it was interesting that they are DMing people on Instagram because that's how they did the first season. From the cast members that we talked to, they said that the casting team reached out to them and they weren't sure if it was a scam or not, even to the point where they got up to their filming process and they were still, like, questioning it. So at least if they're taking – well, we know they're taking applications for seasons, but they're also reaching out – to people in that area that they think would be good fits. I don't know if that's a better way to do it because we definitely are seeing more influencer wannabes than previous seasons Um, or the very first season, I'll say. I think that happens with every reality show. But I think it's interesting that that's still the way they're casting from season one till now. And um, we'll see if they continue to do that.
0: Yeah, uh, so we also asked Renee if she ever runs into any of the other cast members, since apparently Houston is so tiny. And um, Renee responded and told us that Houston is surprisingly really small and that you will run into someone you know anywhere you go, um, especially, like I guess, if you're going to, like, certain areas and you have certain interests. Um, and she even said that she wasn't sure, like, how the show would find people that didn't already know each other.
1: I would love to hear from somebody that lives in Houston, if they've ever run into the cast and what their experience was like either before filming or since. And if they are like in real life, what they're like on TV, because I don't know. Some of these characters, man, feel like they were really charactering for the show or I hope they were with some of the, the things coming out of their mouths. Um, and I heard that the ultimatum is filming right now in Phoenix or Scottsdale, I should say, and that they're casting for Phoenix for love is blind. And I am so excited because that's very close to where I live. And I was thinking if it's such a small town, like Scottsdale's not small. Phoenix is not small, but I should be able to find them and like do some recon and see what I can see. I know. And if there's any, you know, like th- there's so many sleuths in the Facebook group, there's gotta be some listening to the podcast. If you can find out where either show is filming or casting and DM uh love pod podcast on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, uh, please do because I just want to, you know, like do a drive-by, see what everybody's up to, see what I can see. I'm not going to, you know, be weird and crazy. I'm not going to take pictures of their driveways and send it to them. I may follow their Instagram stories, but come on. Wouldn't you be tempted to if they were filming in your area? Um, Another question that we asked Renee is, how do you feel now about your story not airing? And I didn't listen to... um, out of the pods episode with her. So I don't know if you want to give more feedback, Jordan, but what she told us was that she's bummed that her story didn't air. And she was really looking forward to watching it all back almost as an outside perspective. And she wanted to see all the things that happened that she may not have seen, which I can totally relate to. I would be so upset too, if I went through this whole experience and they were like, Oh, sorry. Uh, We're not, we're just not, we're not going to show you. You're just going to look like an extra in the cast.
0: Yeah, that would be, I would be, I would be so mad (laughs) if I went through everything that she went through and then didn't even get any screen time, but just from her interview on Out of the Pods, um, obviously Carter was just a very abusive person to, to, you know, the point where the producers were kind of afraid of him. And, um, there's a whole thing, there's, there's a lot going on with that, so if you're interested, I would say go listen to that interview that she did, but, um, you know, I, I wish that they had done maybe just, like, maybe a sort of surface level coverage of their story, because, um, obviously, I think it was worth watching, but, uh, obviously, there was a lot that went on, and she even said, like, in parts of her interview that, like, there was stuff, like, there were arguments that she knew was not going to be, on air because of how bad it was. So,
1: yeah, I wonder I mean I've been in abusive relationship and I still would want that story to air to like I guess promote standing up for yourself in those kind of situations. I don't really understand how bad it must have been if she still wanted it to air and then Netflix decided no especially knowing that they have that lawsuit going with another cast member who had gotten engaged and wasn't shown, um, which apparently, allegedly, she was, you know, we have to say allegedly because we don't want to get sued. Uh, She was sexually assaulted and production didn't do anything about it and didn't really support her. Um, So wouldn't they want to show that they stood up for Renee if they did throughout the season from something toxic and not let them go through that trauma if she's okay with showing it if she's okay with it why not you ended up with two couples at the end of the day
0: yeah yeah exactly and they cut so much and there's so much that we didn't get to see but
1: did she send anything more on that interview about uh i some of the theories like carter had cheated and brought a girl back to the apartment? or that he, you know, she joked around supposedly about where was he on January 6th, and maybe that's why, not that he was really anywhere in particular on January 6th, um, but they, that's why they avoided showing their story because I've also seen on Married at First Sight very differing political opinions, and they never really touch on it specifically. They just have the, the couples vaguely reference it, so that doesn't stop them from showing those couples or that footage. So did she say anything like that about him?
0: She did talk about him bringing another girl back to the apartment, like when they were back in Houston. Apparently he walked like with this other girl onto like, you know, the, the, some place where Izzy and Stacy were filming. And so they got run off by production. They weren't supposed to be there. So he had another girl at the apartment, I guess a girl that he was trying to hook up with. Um, she didn't say anything about his like, you know, political beliefs or anything like that. Um, and it, it really wasn't mentioned. So I can't really speculate on that. But I mean, he doesn't have red, white and blue socks on. So, you he know, he does it. But he is friendly with,
1: jp so yes he
0: is, he is they 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 seem to be kind of kindred spirits so i don't know but um at least he did bring a girl back that's all she really said which again married at first sight
1: they didn't have there was this cast member chris i forget what she's in he didn't bring a girl back to the apartment that i know of but he definitely was getting around town and they classily aired that information and went through it. So there's nothing from what you've told, you know, what came out from out of the pods and um, these situations that I can tell would have stopped them from airing it, you know, unless there were some really physically violent, dangerous things happening which they've showed on other reality shows. I don't know if you've ever seen The Challenge. It is a hot mess in earlier seasons where people are beating each other up, throwing things at production, cursing each other out. So that doesn't usually stop reality TV. That, to certain production teams, makes it better. So I'm really curious what like the genuine reasons were on production side for not showing it because nothing they've said convinces me Like, this is why the story wasn't shown. And I mean, when I say nothing they've said, I mean nothing production has said or has said to Renee. I buy what Renee's saying about her not knowing and not telling. She seems like a very genuine person. Um, But yeah, the math isn't mathing, I guess, like the youngins say there. Along the same lines of talking about why production does what they do, We asked Renee if she could change anything about future seasons of the show, what would she change? And she said that she hopes that Kinetic, which is the casting and production company, can grow to care more for their participants by keeping them safe and mentally healthy. So that does make me wonder if they're, um, you know, what she's alluding to is either the lawsuit by, I believe her name is Tran in The Other Engaged Couple, about something that happened with Carter or despite them going out of their way to show ample buffets after the accusations that they weren't feeding contestants and just plying them with liquor from prior season uh, cast, that they really aren't doing anything for their mental health to have any kind of feedback or a therapist or anything like that on staff which other shows do or have done in the past. If you've watched Married at First Sight, they have Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal and Dr. Viviana throughout the process. Um, So I think that would be interesting to see, too. The couples actually sit down with one of those experts and kind of like talk through their problems. And again, a lot of it's meant for drama, but it does give them that option to talk to a professional. So I think that would be something good, and I totally agree with her on that. I wonder if they do offer them any kind of support because that's gotta be, I mean, if they're developing feelings that fast that they get engaged, it's gotta be an intense process. Would you ever sign up for something like this, Jordan?
0: No, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) You're like, everything about this sounds terrible. I don't even know why I'm watching. (laughs) It's funny that we both are very like, I would never do this show, but I wanna watch everything about it and talk about it all the time. Uh, Other things that we wanted to learn, or really what you guys wanted to learn, we got over 100 fan questions on the Love is Blind Facebook page when we asked what you want to know about the season. So we are saving those for a future episode as far as asking some of the cast and crew. But we are going to speculate on some of the top questions that were asked. Um, So I'll go first because this one just made me laugh. I don't know why I thought it was so funny but somebody asked will milton and if lydia and milton have a child in the future will it be named james milton the obviously how could they do anything else they're going to have four and not a five it's just going to end at four that's not even like a good set you have to have at least five so yeah in my opinion obviously milton's going to have a james milton the 5th will it be with lydia
0: i don't know man
1: Uh, I'll let Jordan spill the tea about Milton and Lydia's current relationship.
0: And another question that we're seeing is, why are Milton and Lydia now a long distance couple? So apparently they announced that Milton is now going to school in Long Beach and Lydia is obviously still in Houston. So I think a lot of people are questioning, are they actually still together? Is... Long distance ever a good idea? Um, and are they just waiting until their contractual obligations are over um, to tell the world that they are no longer together? What do we think?
1: I mean, I'm the first one. I was the first one to jump on that post in the group and say, So are we just waiting for the breakup post? Because most of the time, if you see a couple is going to be long distance and there's no plan for them to figure that out and reunite physically, like it's not happening. I would love for them to work out. I think they were the biggest surprise of the season as far as saying yes, still being married at the reunion. But I don't, I just feel like that's not going to end well. I just think, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I dated my current boyfriend long distance, but even then there was always a plan that he was going to come here. So Um, I would love to get their take on that. If for some reason, Milton and Lydia are listening, please, you're always welcome on the podcast. We won't be too hard on you, but we do have questions that we want to ask. Um, the next question that, uh, the fans asked was why weren't all the couples who said yes shown? And we've touched on this a lot, um, in the previous episode and then answering some questions, uh, we asked Renee, So there was one couple that got engaged and uh, one of the people in that couple is now suing Netflix because she was allegedly, and we have to say allegedly, sexually assaulted by her fiance. And there's a question of how much Netflix participated or lack of participation in helping her through that process. Um, So that's obviously gonna take one couple out of the mix they're not gonna be able to show that as far as i know the only other couple that got engaged actually sorry there were two other couples um i don't remember the names of the other one of the other couples but their story was not shown they actually um did date for a while i don't think they got to the altar but they got engaged and apparently were in mexico and so I have no clue why their story isn't shown. I'm going to look them up and try to see if either one of them wants to share more because I think the focus has been on Renee and Carter because their story is the most well-known of the couples that didn't get engaged. And like Jordan has mentioned and we talked to Renee about, they weren't shown because of some violence on Carter's end and some issues with him possibly cheating and just not really, sounds like being there for the right reasons. So that is why we didn't see it all. Kind of sucks because it seems like there was some potential to see a lot more and not make the season the dumpster fire it was. But maybe we'll get more to the story in the future.
0: Yeah. And another big question of this season in general is, why were Lydia and Uche allowed to stay on the show after they realized that they knew each other outside of the pods? And I think that, you know, whether or not, Production knew ahead of time that they knew each other. This was a goldmine for them. They got some really good content out of this. I don't think there was any way that they were sending them home, because I mean, it's it's just instant drama with them knowing each other, and then with with Lydia and Aaliyah being so close, I have to wonder if it almost wasn't like pushed into it because. That just resulted in, you know, you know, gold-tier reality TV drama. So I, there's no way they would have sent them home. No way.
1: No, I don't think so either. I think, if anything, they knew that they knew each other and was like, oh, that would be awesome. Let's throw them both in the pods. Hey, Lydia, doesn't that breathing sound familiar? I mean, I've known my parents for my whole life, and I couldn't recognize their breathing from the other side of the wall.
0: There is not a single person on this earth that I would recognize their breathing. Not even my child.
1: I will say I can tell my dog snores apart and certain noises that they make like good timing, Jake. I don't know if you just heard that shake, but I know that's Jake. I just recognize certain movements that they make, but yeah, breathing from a person, mm-mm, not buying it. I think that was a production thing. 100%. And speaking of production, The next question is, is there a lawsuit from one of the contestants? Yes, unfortunately, there absolutely is. Um, There were allegations of sexual assault by the fiance of, her name is Tran. Um, And so that is something that is ongoing and the reason that their engagement story was not shown.
0: And another thing that you guys wanted to know was, why was JP cast on this show in the first place? And... I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't even know how to answer that question other than, you know, maybe he did really good in the interview process because um, some people are just really good one-on-one, but I can't tell you. I don't know. Maybe they just thought he was going to be.
1: I can see based on his Instagram feed, I can see why they would have reached out to him and, put him into the casting process. He looks like a party boy. He looks like he'd be a lot of fun hanging out with, um, you know, if you weren't dating him and wearing makeup. But I think what he showed, what he showed, what he appeared to be in the casting process. And then once the cameras were actually on him and he met up with Taylor and everything, I think it was completely different than what, he thought it was going to be. And so he immediately closed off and was ready to get out of there by any means possible, even if it meant being the bad guy, because he looks just based on his Instagram, like he would be a very entertaining person, but that does not translate well. to what we actually saw on love is blind. And last but not least, will we get a season six and will it be better? I Cannot tell. I hope it'll be better because I know they took some fan feedback when they were uh, there will be a season six. It's already in production. We don't know exactly where because they're casting in several cities uh, here in Phoenix, Nashville, D.C., which if you've ever heard D.C. anything, that's going to be interesting. That might be a really good one and Minneapolis. So there's going to be a season six. It's probably going to drop in the spring of 2024. So we've got a bit before it comes out. The Ultimatum should come out in between if you like that one. And if you haven't watched it and you're a fan of Love is Blind, that is definitely a good one. Um, so we don't know where it is. We do know that it's happening. Will it be better? Uh, I mean, they did take some fan feedback. I don't know if you noticed this, Jordan, but Vanessa did not ask about babies in this reunion and didn't seem super partial to any particular cast member, so I really do think they listen to the fans somewhat and try to make changes, so I hope and I will try one more season that it will be better than this one. What do you think?
0: Yeah, hopefully. I I have hope like and I I was a bit worried after the season seeing how it was turning out like is this show going to keep going? You know, because with the, at this point with lawsuits, with people getting entire stories cut out, it, it's looking a little sketchy, but maybe they can pull it together yeah. and they can get us back to that feeling of season one. I will
1: say I watch a lot of reality TV and
0: there's nothing
1: that this show has faced that hasn't happened before. There have been lawsuits on bachelor in paradise. There have been, um, you know, assault allegations on other shows there or actual assaults on other shows. There have been really crappy seasons of married at first sight and everybody seems to squeak by and come back, whether it's for the better or not, the shows still continue. So I would think that there's going to be many more scenes seasons of love is blind And uh, if they're casting in four cities, we'll probably get at least two of those eventually. And I hope one of them is Phoenix. I really want to see it so bad from like in person. I just want to if anybody from castings listening, I don't want to be on the show. But if I can like sit in the after the, the altar audience or be an extra at the barbecue, that would be so fun. So please. And Jordan will come too. Jordan will fly out to Phoenix.
0: Yeah, I'll come. I'll come. We'll be
1: special guests. Yeah. And that is all we have for this season of Love is Blind. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We are maybe going to do Married at First Sight, but if you guys have any feedback on what reality dating shows we should watch next or reality shows we should watch next, please let us know in the comments. I really uh, am itching for something good to watch next.
0: Jordan, where can they follow us? You can find us all across social media, but particularly on Facebook. We have the uh, Love is Blind on Netflix Facebook page. And we also have our group on Facebook, which is called, what is it? Love is Blind slash The Ultimatum. Um, you can find us there. You can also find the Love Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So you can get all of the updates on upcoming episodes. Thank you guys for joining us.
1: I forgot to say it last episode, but I will say it now. We love you. We're so glad you're here. And we will see you in two weeks.